Let's Talk, the BFC devotional podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Our passage today comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 1. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. The book of 2 Timothy is written to, you guessed it, Timothy. Many people believe that this is the last epistle that Paul wrote at least of the ones that we have access to. Timothy was mentored by Paul, and at the time of this letter, he had already been a pastor for years. This book, along with 1 Timothy and Titus, are referred to as the pastoral epistles because, you guessed it again, they were written to a pastor. So, if you're paying attention, you might think, well, clearly this was written to a pastor, which I am not, so I don't need to pay attention to these books. Well, of course not. 1 Peter 2, 9-10, written to believers, says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you might proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Well, fully. Turns out that all of us who are in Christ are priests and need to live lives as ambassadors for God on earth. So, 2 Timothy is for all of us. So how are we then to live? The section we just read evidences a major theme of the whole book of 2 Timothy, namely that perseverance and endurance are a required ingredient in the life of a Christian. Paul gives here three illustrations that communicate something helpful for us. We do not endure and persevere for no reason. We do not suffer hardship for no purpose. God allows trials of various kinds for a reason. So let's look at them. First, the soldier. What is the aim of the soldier? To defeat the enemy. That's the primary goal. So there will be things that a person who finds him or herself in the role of a soldier will need to do to that end. In battle, sacrifices must be made. You live light, you live lean, you live disciplined, you're alert, you look out for your other soldiers. Is a soldier doing this because it's fun? Well, of course not. But the goal of defeating the enemy is worth the cost. It is much more important than temporary comforts. The same goes for the Christian life. We are at war with the world, the flesh, and the devil. And there may be perfectly legitimate things that we sacrifice because we see the goal of winning the war as more important than our comfort. Two, the athlete. What is the aim of the athlete? To play the game well? Of course not. It's to win. It's to be victorious. Now, athletes are notorious for strange practices and superstitions and uh, health decisions, anything to give them that slight edge over the competition. Tom Brady has a famous health routine called uh, TB12. And part of that uh, includes all of these things that he avoids. 
all alcohol, as well as gluten-containing bread and pasta, breakfast, cereal, corn, dairy, foods that contain GMOs, high-fructose corn syrup, trans fats, sugar, artificial sweeteners, soy, fruit juice, grain-based foods, jams and jellies, most cooking oils, frozen dinners, salty snacks, sugary snacks, sweetened drinks, white potatoes, and prepackaged condiments like ketchup and soy sauce. Now that might sound a bit like all food. <laughs> now does he do this because it's fun? No. He is fiercely competitive and will do whatever it takes to win the prize. The same goes for us as believers. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 9, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. We endure the hardship because we see the value of winning the prize of godliness, of life with God, as much more valuable than the things that we might have to give up. And finally, number three, the farmer. What is the aim of the farmer? Well, it's to grow a whole bunch of crops so that he can feed his family and make some money so that he can support himself and his family. Now, farming sounds to me like a miserable way to make a living, at least how farming would have looked when Paul was writing. But guess what? Just about everything we eat every day came from a farm somewhere. The fruits of that labor mean life for the farmer and everyone else in their community. And not just bare existence, but the best foods that are well-grown or well-maintained are delicious. They bring flavor to our experiences. Again, we endure the hardships of life because the Christian life also produces fruit. And you know what they are. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are not easy fruit to grow, but they are worth the cost. Our encouragement from this passage is that the outcomes of our perseverance and endurance are worth the effort it takes. We don't submit ourselves to the Word of God and to the circumstances that He brings our way for nothing. No, we do it for triumph, for victory, for the fruit of our labors. But we have another encouragement from this passage, all the way back in verse 1. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The strength that we need to persevere in the Christian life does not come from us or our own efforts. It comes from the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And His grace is endless. There is more than enough for whatever we will face for the rest of our lives. We need only to expect it and to accept it. So church, let's do what 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7 says and think over what Paul has to say to us. How does it look for you and I to live as good soldiers, athletes, and farmers in service to a good and gracious God? Whatever sacrifices or hardships we might be called to, whatever sacrifices or hardships that we might be called to will be worth it a thousand times over. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Join us here every Monday through Friday for more devotions from your BFC pastoral staff. Check out our services at 9 and 11 a.m. 
And we are still online at Facebook Live and YouTube Live at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Check out our website at www.bfcsebring.com or our new app in the App Store. If you search BFC Sebring in the Apple App Store, you will find it. Or our Facebook's Facebook page at BFC Family. There you'll be able to find other helpful articles, resources, and more information. Have a blessed day, church family. You are loved.